People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello and welcome to the realm of the supernatural. How the devil are you all? Indeed. Right, just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into today's interview with... Bridget Nielsen. Uh, what which, a babe. Yeah, a great, great interview. Uh, very interesting. She's got um, hybrid human-alien children, so we get into a bit of that. And then she's obviously really into the uh, spiritual side of stuff. Spiritual, very spiritual lady. Meditations and all that, uh, so... yeah. We touch uh, on a bit of that as well. Advanced civilizations and metaphysics. Oh, she's, she's, she gets the whole stuff. Yeah, and we'll probably have into all the. Yeah, we'll probably have her back on again at some point. Oh, I would say, so we, yeah, obviously we didn't cover everything today. Now this uh, obviously is a podcast day, but this is available as a video cast. Uh, the if, first time. Yep. So if you sub, if you just go across and look at our YouTube channel, subscribe there. Doesn't cost you anything, and you know you get to see some videos, and we will be posting videos up as and when. So yeah, that is available on there. The link to the YouTube channel will be in the show notes, or it's just Realm of the Supernatural podcast on YouTube. You should both find it easy enough. Right, um, I'd like to give a shout-out for a person called Donald Allhands, um, who's going through a kind of a, a rough time at the moment. Keep your chin up, mate. You know, hope you, be, hope you get well soon. Yep. Uh, all the best from uh, Riff Raff and Maka. Yep. And anything you want to uh, give us a shout, and we'll uh, anything on the show, anything you need, mate, just give us a call. Indeed, yeah. So hopefully you find a little bit of solace in the podcast, like, and uh, you know, glad to have you on board. Absolutely. So, you know, like you say, like Andy say, keep chin up, mate. So yep. the it's a poll upon the Realm of the Supernatural hangout at the moment. Yep. Uh, which was basically what we was going to do was going to. Maybe touch, redo some of the older episodes that we did years ago with the shitty equipment and all the rest of it. And we put four or five up, didn't we, for now? I think Elves is winning at the moment. Yes, yeah, Icelandic Elves. Elves is kind of uh, running away with it at the Indeed. moment. Indeed. Great. I was going to take the poll down, but I, I thought I'd leave it up for another week uh, just so that, you know, obviously you guys listening to the podcast now can can go across and leave your vote if you, if you so wish. And obviously, there's, like I said, there's five or six entries on there just previous episodes that we've done if yep. you want to wear them again uh, you know in better detail all the rest of it or well, if there's one on there that it's not on there yet just just go ahead and put it on and uh, that's not a problem so yeah just go across to facebook realm of the supernatural podcast hang out and you'll find us there and the polls there so if you could do that for us that'd be yep. great be really really good thank you very much and then we'll get on with them shows in a couple of weeks i guess we'll yeah start, well, I'm, i look forward to uh, start definitely them. Uh, Again, especially with that because it was a great subject, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the only other thing was, uh, oh yeah, I came up with an idea because I, I don't know if you've seen this video on YouTube going around about this little uh, Asian kid eating, being fed um, tadpoles no. out of a cup. They're obviously still alive and just feeding them. They're not like you feed your kid like rice pudding or something. So it got me thinking, and I wanted to know what the listeners, what's <laughs> what's the strangest thing you've eaten uh, and obviously we can go anywhere with that but uh, no food uh, well no I'm, yeah, whatever <laughs> food wisely this is a this is a 18 plus it <laughs> podcast is. Anyway, yeah so food, I'll, right. what I'll do then after this show is aired I will put the poll up for that uh, not poll I'll put the post up for that and then you can tell us you know the strangest thing you've eaten uh, yeah that'll be very interesting to know what you all Got your chops around? Because the Asians and the Chinese, they eat very, very many strange things. I mean, you know, really... Strange we, to us. We, we yeah. wouldn't touch them. We, yeah. we wouldn't dare yeah. wouldn't think about eating them. But what they that they do, don't they? Oh, yeah. You know. Absolutely. But like I say, stuff that we eat, they probably wouldn't uh, 
wouldn't like. So it's just weird, isn't it? How d- different cultures eat different things. Yeah. So be, that's what I mean. So it'll be interesting to find out just what the strangest thing people yeah. have eaten. So there's yeah, that as well. Okay, so just before we get into the interview, then let's do the reviews for the week. Okay, so the first one is from the Hillbilly Horror Stories. Obviously, most of you are aware of that Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast. It's another paranormal podcast. One of our great friends runs yes, that. Jerry. Uh, so, and he just basically said it's quickly become one of our favourite. Sound quality was bad at the beginning, and it was, but now it's great. Give it a listen, and you're glad you did. And obviously, he's put your friends at the Hillbilly Horror Stories. Thank Ooh. you very much, Jerry and Tracy, for that one. Uh, I've got one from. Uh, it's called a uh, Witchist or Witchist. Um, they say I listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts, and this one has become my new favourite. The interplay between Lee and Andy is fabulous. I also love all the interviews. I listen to Mysterious Universes as well, and the variety of topics. And discussions remind me of MU, but MU doesn't have as many interviews. Also, the presenters treat every guest with the utmost respect, whether or not they think the whole thing is a load of rubbish. Listen to this podcast, you won't be sorry. Thank you so much. Yep. That's, that's brilliant. That's fantastic. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, and again, we, we give the all we do is just we just give a platform to the our guest, don't we? Yeah, you know I'm talking. They, they, we could be talking rubbish or whatever, but we they come on and they, yeah, going they, back to that flat air thing again. Yeah, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> don't go, go, there, don't mate, go over that again. I mean, yeah. Santos. I mean, Santos was amazing. He's one of my heroes, and uh, you know, I, I just can't get my just can't still can't get my teeth. Right. I just can't get me wrapped mm. around it. You know, so but we have some great guests come on, and we just give them a platform. But they've been so lucky, though. Haven't we? Yeah, yeah so Melissa amazing, last yes. week was fantastic, and then Bridget obviously fantastic, you've got Melissa. Bridget today yeah. to listen to, and I'm Absolutely sure you'll fantastic. enjoy that. But any feedback about the show, you know where to find us: Facebook, email. Incidentally, the email is now supernaturalpod at gmail.com Okay, and like I say, the links are all in the show notes. You know where to find them. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. We give you Bridget Nielsen. So you're a contactee right, from early life, and some of this came out later, later on in life. Uh, you know, where did you get this memory? Uh, but when was the first time you consciously recall being taken aboard a craft? Um, if, if it was a craft. Yeah, when I well, more so when I was in my twenties. So in my early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember? You can just give us like the basic details of what you saw when you was there and who you saw yeah yeah um primarily it was the greys and there were mantis beans too um and it was it's almost like purplish kind of a diaphanous translucent not hazy quality, but it has this other realm quality to it where it almost feels dreamy, even though it wasn't a dream experience. Um, And yeah, and it was a very clean, precise, nothing, I guess you could say minimalist, (laughs) minimalist spaceship um, with nothing uh, unnecessary. So just like lights down the hallway and lights lighting like the beds and not really anything else, just the beans and me and ma- maybe some other humans. So you, there was other people there? Yeah, at various times there were other people there, yeah. And what was the sort of ratio of gender? Um, it depends on the different times, because when I was a kid, it was more exploration, right, and experimentation, like with our psychic abilities and kind of babysitting in a way um so there was a lot of that whereas when i was before i had hit puberty i was kind of assisting them like i was i was in a position of like helping with the program in some way or understanding what i was about to kind of like go take on and then when i had puberty then it was more of okay let's let's work with the rigs let's you know make the kids like let's do this other stuff so along the way it's been very different at different stages and i would say that it's similar for other people too yeah so so is it definitely uh did you go there 
uh, in a physical body. Was it, was it definitely your physical body, Bridget, or is it yeah, your astral yeah. body? Yeah, yeah, different in times. So a, a few, I would say equal amount of times it was physical, and then the other times it was astral. Like right, there, okay. there were times where it's unnecessary to take the physical. So yeah, both. Yeah, both. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you you've obviously alluded to the to the egg taking um, aspect of it. When was you aware that was happening? I was aware when I was about fourteen or fifteen. Okay, and was this given to you as a choice, or was this happening and then you realised later? Or um, it was always I I believe that from the beginning, from the onset of incarnating here that we're given a choice and it's like hey do you want to be a part of all these random ass things whether that's war whether that's getting your eggs taken whether that's love you know I think we've pre-chosen so much of it um even it's interesting even just on an astrological level I just got an astrological reading from my friend that does it um very precisely the old Greek way and you can see the different um, star connections that I have. Those particular uh, star lineages, you can see rising on the horizon when I was born. So it's kind of like, it's a map. Like, it was all mapped out. It was planned, and we have these connections, and it's just a matter of remembering it and then going with it. Okay. Yeah. So, see, so, so that, I mean, does that take away a little the element of free will? No, I don't think it does. I think it's. Uh, I think you again. It's. Yeah, I mean, only sign for what if, you're going to come down for anyway. Well, if, so. if free will is even a thing, you know, because some people say it's an illusion anyway, don't they? Well, right. Well, in what level of free will? Because free will, free will from the beginning, that was free will. You just weren't like in your body yet with this mind, so it definitely so, was free will so, coming down. So I volunteered for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That could have yeah. been anything. Can... Yeah, you volunteered for this. We you know, well, there must be a reason. We volunteered to be together. Well, do a show together. So. Won't go that far. Well, we would. I know, I know. <laughs> He's always picking on me, Bridget, but I'm used to it. I'm not bothered. So, so, so they were the Greys then. So, what? I mean, I don't know if they communicated this to you. I presumably did at some point. What was what was the agenda that there was? conveying to you for the, for the for the egg taking yeah. aspect of it the egg taking aspect um was to perpetuate themselves but also to perpetuate ourselves it was kind of like a like a this moment in time <laughs> literally just a moment in time where um that species and our species at a certain genetic moment um could Um, would then be like hybrid kids, hybrid civilizations. Um, so that was the primary thing as far as the eggs being taken. Um, and then there was much other stuff taught and learned along the lines of, hey, this is a crazy world. Like, you can change it. It doesn't have to go down this dark path. So there was a lot of education as well in um, how we can do better as humans. Yeah. Okay, so... Obviously, moving forward in time, then at some point you realised that you'd actually given, not given birth, I suppose. Well, I suppose yeah. the technical. Yeah, can, aspect, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. at some point you realised you'd given birth to children. I mean, I, I mean that must have been a shock. But what what happened then? Because obviously, presumably, obviously, you can't bring them back with you. So you know, such so as like a double whammy, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It's absolutely shocking. Um, the memory of that experience and fully breastfeeding came to me one night when I was sleeping on Mount Shasta and it was absolutely, I, I think above anything that was the most profound, like life changing moment. Like I woke up and I was in shock all day because I, cause I, I knew it. I felt it like actually like in my body and, um, it was, it was just crazy and strange. Um, and then, yeah, not being able to bring them back, that becomes 
from like a healer's perspective, right, uh, that becomes disassociation. <laughs> I, I would just simply say for like the other people that I've worked with, especially the women, you just kind of have to disassociate with the fact that like you do have these bonds and connections and they're not there or else that longing and that like deep emotional wound, you can't do what you're meant to do on earth. Mm. So that's my experience of that. Okay. So just on the emotional side of things, because I think that's interesting because most encounters with greys, if you will, most people say they lack emotion. Um, and I'm not saying this is strictly true because no one's done a study on it. But if they, if did you find that with the children? Because obviously them being part, well, at this point, must be part grey, part human. Did they, did they almost convey emo more emotion than the the grey, grey uh, scientists, if you call them that? Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. And it was interesting because it took our emotion to actually make the program work. They couldn't, without nurture, they, the kids couldn't even survive. Like, they were dying. Like, it's a very um, common thing in the contactee world to have seen, like, these kids dying and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it took nurture and emotion to actually make everything work, which means they would then have to adopt that peace um, to continue on as an incarnate being. Um, and whether they like it or they're not, like they're part human and that's, that's going to become part of their element. But it's, it is quite, there are, they are very different to us, um, and very advanced in so many ways. Uh, do they, uh, are your children still on the craft there now? Bridget? Mm -hmm. Do they, do they still, do they stay close to the earth still or do they go any more places? Yeah, they do go to other planets at times. Um, but right now they're more interested in earth because they've got to figure out how the heck to assimilate with us and how to, how we operate and just that exploration alone takes a, a massive, uh, education process. If that's not your, for, you know, if that's an, literally like an alien tongue, right? Like yeah, we are the alien tongue. And, um, and at times they do come down to earth and like, feel and see what it's like they might do it incognito there's been lots of people meet their kids in cities in different um kind of populated areas uh because these kids are seeing what that's like or they'll drop them in uh rural areas you know in nature to understand so there is actual physical interaction happening mm. okay and you've you've drawn some uh, pictures of these children I believe mm-hmm yeah um, I mean would it be possible to send me some of those so I can show people yeah they don't look too alien do they I mean you can see the human in them um, so they could get away with being on the earth um, without too much suspicion you think and, does, and presumably that happens yeah Exactly. Um, and that was part of the point of the first ones to come are more human-like um, so that it isn't such a shock even still to the parents and it isn't shock probably to the other people that end up seeing them. Um, but as things become more normalized, then it'll just, anything goes. And there are some very strange and beautiful looking uh, hybrids that I've seen. Um, and, and so those will be coming later once, once we're not completely freaked out. Yeah. Well, that'll be some time yet. So yeah. do you, I mean, I don't know if they told you this, but do you get the impression that this is something that's happened on the earth before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, ancient past. yeah, you know, hybridization is, is us. So it's, it's yeah. a kind of a funny thing when, when people get bent out of shape about this program or these other programs happening presently, presently, when that's, we're a product of that. We are just this like experiment. And when we realize that we're actually a very powerful experiment, um, I feel like that's when a lot of great things can change. Yeah, definitely. Well, I believe obviously, um, the, Mal you know, the planet Maldek, mm -hmm. you heard about it. I mean, I'm, 
I'd go with Planet Mill that leave open to six to my friends, don't you? I don't know. So again, <laughs> I think I think um that we're not human race was uh was on Maldek, but we we're aliens to this planet as well. So um again it's you know, people say oh, we've been here thousands of years. I believe we've been here millions and millions of years. There's different creatures. Yeah. So again, mm. this is what I think the people say about Bigfoot. You know, Bigfoot, Maldek. So yeah, definitely. I mean, where, where do you stand on the Bigfoot? I mean, is that is that another cat? Because a lot of people believe that. Well, there's two schools of thought on the Bigfoot and the Giants. Giants, uh, definitely. You can sort yeah. of roll them into to one uh, t- to some extent. A lot of people think, you know, because of the Bible and the Nephilim, etc. A lot of people think that maybe they are hybrids of a sort. I mean, is that something that you feel could be possible? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I feel like there's the giants are also like the ancient ones that are from the ancient builder race, very absolutely advanced and not necessarily related to human. Like it feels like some oftentimes it's a different um, civilization. And my uncle interestingly enough is like a giant hunter and a lot through the the american southwest that area has tombs of the giants Mm. um they were you know 20 30 feet tall and and there's these perfectly carved tombs in the sandstone um that still exist from who knows when so i definitely I definitely feel like that that exists, and, and they've been here before. And as far as Bigfoot, um, they're here. And I was staying in a place last summer on the East Coast in the woods, and two of the men from the house had the same dream about this uh, Bigfoot family that lives in the forest. They saw the exact same Bigfoot, the exact same like Bigfoot child, um, which I think is pretty interesting because like they're having this. Bigfoot out in the woods, so I feel like there will be more interaction uh, with them coming up, I think, more with humanity. I think um, when you get shared dreams, there's something going on because yeah. it's very, very unusual, isn't it? Uh, yes. There are even people that have lived together for, I was going to say too long, <laughs> but people that, are, that are people that have lived together for a long while, they, they very rarely get shared dreams. Um so yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of that goes on with the the Bigfoot people. I mean, I don't want to Bigfoot now, but people think that, that it, you know, it, it might be like a psychic sort of being. Um, is that something that you found with the the Greys themselves? That they were psychic. Yeah, more so than us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like they, to the degree that you're, that it's like, wow, they can dictate your experience like that's the degree of uh power over consciousness which is like psychic capacity they have so So like uh, just just on that for an example of that like you know when you can have more than one person seeing the same object but only one person can see it right yeah 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 so that's obviously some sort of control because that mean you can have carefuls of people uh, two people can see something can be yeah. like what's that and everybody else just can't see it or won't or if or sometimes refuse to look at it right very strange yes and that's more of a UFO thing than yeah but I, I think that more people have got psychic ability than some of the people some you know some of the people uh, I mean said we've been on about Bigfoot now don't we uh, I mean somebody in the same go in the woods and they'll see Bigfoot but the other person will see something else on the right thing. Or, or nothing. Yeah. So yeah. is it that that person's uh, psychic ability, or is it, you know, is it, or is it obviously Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question because I feel like there's a direct correlation between people's psychic ability and people's uh, belief system orientation to be open. Yeah, like because I, I feel like all of us actually have the the capacities. We have like the the systems to be fully psychic, fully telepathic, all of those things. But I think it's our belief systems and those walls that shut us down from it. Yeah. Oh, so, we're limited. We're just limited. saying that earlier on, weren't we, to uh, Melissa there, we were just saying that a lot of these people who 
put up some not I don't mm. want to say a psychic shield, but they put up like screen. A, a screen where they they don't believe in something and therefore never see it, and then wonder, then then think everyone else is crazy for seeing things yeah. that they don't want to see. You know, but so, I, I call it the bubble because it's some most people, eighty percent of people, humanity. They live in their bubble of ease, you know. They don't yeah. want. They did just see their day-to-day basis. They watch their television. They do this and that. Anything else that kind of disturbs them, some truth or something, they don't want to know, do they? they don't want, they don't want to know about it. It's uh... that's that's the fun part right now is because yeah. people can't hide, and it's really fun for me because and and probably for you guys too to see these people just totally normal like like maybe even religious and they're having these dreams or they're having experiences and like it's undoubtable and they have to come to terms with it so it's kind of fun because those 80 percent or whatever percentage we want to say um they're sorry like you're, they're gonna have to come along and it's it's really fun to watch absolutely so so we're getting into more of the 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 psychic elements of this because I think humans are not sure of where we go from here. I'm not sure if we get more and more psychic or whatever, um, spiritual. We've got different uh, th- Well, I think we're, I think we're, gra- I think we're grounded. I think we're limited to some yes, extent. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's why there's a high hybrid, uh, uh, operation. But do you think that's part of the agenda to, to bring out a mass awakening or a paradigm shift in, our consciousness oh yeah absolutely absolutely this is like i mean it's fun to talk about the alien thing or the extraterrestrial thing because it brings this greater context to where humanity is at right now you know if we're like okay we've been we have been a part of these star nations like for yeah thousands maybe millions of years and we've come through this genetic process and we've gone through this forget this and and bringing that kind of mass um context especially the uh the star context to where we're at right now i think gives that momentum like the momentum's there we're gonna go in a direction you know and and for me it is an awakening direction okay well i'm looking forward to that (laughs) when it happens i don't my personal belief is uh but i don't think it'll happen yeah, what's your what's your opinion? Um, uh, oh, don't well, ask. That will be here all day. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do rabble a bit, so he get he picks me up on it. Always does. But um, I believe it. You know, man on this planet has had his time. Same with the dinosaurs. Same with everything else. And we've had our time. And Mother Earth is a living, breathing entity, and she has to, you know, go on. You know, she can't keep her. She's been having these low vibrations for many, many years now, and I believe that you know it can't be um, let carried on. So I think man will be eventually put onto another planet, something like uh, Freddie Flintstone, back to uh, Barney Rubble, and start all over again. It's only a classroom anyway. But that's my view anyway. It's my view. A Martian replacement. Possible, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we do, it's just yeah. a classroom. We just go on. We learn lessons. We go somewhere else. We come back down again. Learn some more lessons, and then another classroom, and carry on again. So that's my take on it. But uh, yeah, what's your? I mean, I'm quite fascinated with these. Um, I mean, all these accounts of the the reptilian people, Bridget. And mm-hmm. These reptilians. I mean, are they good? Are they? Uh, are, are they? Are they? Are they different species? Are they? What's, what's your take on? Because, I mean, I, I find these, uh, uh, I mean, you, you, people's accounts of these, we've had some accounts on, me, on people on shows, and they've said, oh, but yeah, some, some are quite positive, and then some negative reptilians are quite negative, so. There's there's so many different kinds. You know, it's there's the terrestrial reptilians um, that are on different, in the Earth or near the Earth's surface all over the world. Um, there's the extraterrestrial the ones that are like coming down um interacting so there's a lot of different kinds and i feel like they have a lot of different agendas for the most part i would say negative but there are positive reptilians that have helped personal people that i know like that are helping them and 
there's also this opportunity um, for them to shift. And I, I'm seeing a lot more of that where the reptilians are like, hey, you know, coming and engaging with people and they actually want to become better because going back to the history of the reptilians, um, which many of them came from the dragon dragon consciousness taken that genetics and made into reptilians and then the dragons incarnated as the reptilians and were absolutely pissed um which then has has created this this um primal hatred for millennia um so it feels like that's changing it feels like everything's balancing back out but for the most part i would say that they're negative generally okay so now we know. And have you had direct contact with them then? No, but I have a lot of friends that have had physical direct contact with them. Like I have, it's it's weird somehow I put myself in this proximity, right? Because this is before I even got into the alien thing. And it's just like my friends were abducted by uh, surface reptilians in sa South America. Um, one of my friends actually had te telepathic positive benevolent communication with one and then he physically uh manifested and and appeared to him and so and so there's there's been a lot of people that i've been friends with that have had contacts i've always uh had telepathic you know uh contact and i think a lot of us do especially when we're on the negative side and it's like this this feeding energy and this, these other psychic things happening where it's like oh yeah okay there's a reptilian <laughs> Okay, so let me let me shift into another energy, so we're not channeling that energy. So, what about reptili reptilians being uh, sort of living underground, subterranean, uh, rather mm -hmm. than alien? We where do you stand on that? Yeah, I mean they're they're there, they're here. Yeah, like I'm I know it's a different in again in the southwest where I went on a hike in the middle of nowhere, like a hundred miles from nowhere by myself. And I'm like walking through the Canyon and I'm like, this is the most, it, it had nothing to do with humans. It was like, get the crap out of here, you know? And so I've had experiences where I've felt presences and, um, and where I've, yeah, again, heard of so many people that have had experiences. Um, but for the most part, I think that if we stay in the, proper vibration we're not going to attract them and also if we're telepathically like hey i'm aware that you're here um just like a bear in the forest but we're gonna just we're just gonna coexist okay you know so i think that's a good approach do you think they've they've been here before us then bridget do you think they've been here before we came this was already uh -huh. their planet or do you think i i feel like they were i mean they're a genetic experiment too right yeah. so I'm not sure of the exact timing. Um, it doesn't. It seems like we we got here at a, at a similar time. If I like tune into it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So the reptilians. You know, I think I, I find them fascinating. But it's, again, it's, are they are they physical then? Are they or, or, or can they shift through the planes then? Are these or is it? I mean. Um, I think it depends which ones, but I think, I mean, they're physical. They're physical. Yeah. 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 yeah there's, there's been a, there's been reports of them being physical, haven't there? With the, the military, especially the military, these there's reptilians. There's been quite a few reports of them having sex with people. Well, yeah. Okay. So, don't get much more physical than that, <laughs> Yeah, well, not, well, not really, no. <laughs> well, it takes but the fancy, I suppose. We won't go there. Yeah, so uh atlantis then uh what, what's your take on atlantis or lemuria bridget ah uh, yeah what exactly um did it exist did it exist first oh yeah oh yeah i mean the i i always like to go into these things skeptical i know it doesn't look like that anymore <laughs> but i but i do and um i got the opportunity to swim with dolphins for a week uh, in the Caribbean, which is one of the main hubs of Atlantis, and actually, which extends out to where you guys are. Yeah. Um, and I had full recall of my time in Atlantis, and um, and actually, when I was in Scotland just a few months ago, I had another recall of a life in Atlantis. Um, so I'm very aware that 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 existed, and there's so much, you know circumstantial evidence that it's 
undeniable to me. Um, and as far as Lemuria, it's it's existing here too. I'm in it. This is Hawaii was you know is one of the last physical remnants of of it, um, and I'm still engaging with what that means, uh, like like the actual recall of of my time there and and what happened there. But more of what I've um, has come up is the Atlantean energy. So obviously, yeah, I, I believe that the this is why religion again religion today. I, I don't believe in religion. I think it's uh, makes you more limited. But I think this is where the priests, you know, where they wear the frock. I think they are imitating the priest, the Atlantean priestesses mm. at that time. So, you know, that's why the vicar he puts on the frock and then he goes in and to his uh, to his people. Right. So I think some of the Atlantis is. I believe that I definitely believe in Atlantis. It definitely existed. Same same with Lemuria. But again, you know, one civilization, bang, goes down. Another civilization, bang, goes down. So you have two civil you know, I think this is now we're in a time of decision again, aren't we? And your now. opinion is, is your opinion that it's gonna go down again then? No, I think it's gonna be taken from us. I don't I think it's I'm not pessimistic. I'm not I mean I've got a you know, I I, I really am I'm I'm I look at the television now. I look at the world now, and it's in a, it, basically it's in a state. You know, it's, people say, "Oh, we're advanced and we're moving forward." I, I think we're going backwards, but you know, uh, that's my opinion. Hmm? Um, what's your opinion, Lee? You think uh, we're going? I ain't got an opinion on Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis again. <laughs> you know, one day it'll be another Atlantis, but I don't think we'll be here. That's my take on it. Fair enough. But, uh, definitely. That's my take on it. Go on then. So, like I said before, is you know, did your experience with uh, these beings make you more of a spiritual person um, as a direct consequence of that, or do you think that was your, you know, that was also preordained, almost anyway? The latter. I mean, yeah, it was. It was just kind of like, yes, it made me more spiritual, but it was because I came in that way or wanted to experience that it happened that way. Um, but not as much with, say, the greys and like that. Those contact experiences. I mean, the deep, deep, um, beautiful experiences have been with the other extraterrestrial civilizations that I've come into contact with, and also just earth and existence and like how powerful um the potential for good is um it is there like if we choose it you know and and it's just like yeah we we are being pretty bombarded by the other by the other stuff so that's why i'm so dedicated to the light side because we need we need you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah we need that we need that no uh, obviously, do you know about the obviously do you know about the spirit world and the planes of existence? You know about them, Bridget, you know, on the different levels. You know the people. Mm -hmm. You know when you pass over, you go to different levels and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, do, can you also um, these beings also go on them planes as well if they wanted to? You know, I mean, you've got this level here, but can they go on to the other levels if they wanted to? Yeah. 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 Depending on which one it was and where they were wanting to go, um, definitely so. I mean, some of the same like bandwidth, like right. If we're talking about uh, like energy feeding, it's kind of like of the same similar bandwidth to say like earthbound spirits yep. kind of frequencies. So you can kind of feel the different frequency streams um, and and what's available there. You know, it's like going to different floors of the house and you're like, okay, who's here? And you can see that some can exist there and some don't. Yeah, because it says that sometimes you get the craft and also they just appear. They they blink in, mm -hmm. blink out. You know, these, mm -hmm. I think these, these are going through the planes. They're not going out to another planet. They're just they're right. going to another planet. Or they're coming out from another plane. Exactly, yeah. So interdimensional. Interdimensional, yeah. Well, they just go into the planes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, is that where we're heading then? Is human where, beings? Where, where are we headed? Or are we hopefully well? Where are we headed? I mean, it's like it, I, I, I truly feel like 
that is honestly a free will decision. And to the degree, a free will decision that we may have planned, but I feel like it may be different versions for different people, depending on your beliefs, depending on your disposition and the direction your frequency is going. I feel like there are different timelines of what people are going to experience um, and shift in and out of each other's realities. Um, I truly do feel that because I can, I can see it physically, like people that people it or can't hack it. Um, they disappear from our realities, maybe in the form of passing away, you know, and, and dying. So it might not be like they just disappeared, you know, but that there are shifts and I feel like it's very de- determinant of, um, based on our energy. Okay. So we can, I mean, I like, um, you know, this, 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 I mean, I've seen, I see spirit as well. You know, I see spirit here and there and they pop in, pop out. And I, I get them from my mind and, you know, so anyway, I, I just, I just think that man's going, he's not going the right way. I, I really don't, you know, we should, we should be now. We're, I think religion's the biggest uh, stopper for us because people have got this, uh, you know, religion and this and the, the it's like, you know, they let the, the priest or the vicar think for them and tell them what to do. Instead, it should be us thinking with our own thoughts. We're not stopping. Um, um, well, I'd just say it's debt and materialism. It's uh, it's the everyday grind, isn't it? You've got to, you, you, you know, we don't feed ourselves anymore. We don't... Someone's uh, got to tell us. You know, you know we us. almost need to go back to the start and choose a different path because... We got to a situation now where we we can't fend for ourselves, you know. If there was ever, if there was like some sort of nuclear war, yeah, all right, people would die during the war. Most people would die within the few weeks after the after the war. Once the food runs out, that'd be it, mm. you know. So I don't think it'll be yeah. a nuclear. I don't think there will be a nuclear war because it won't it won't it won't happen. It won't be allowed to happen. I think yeah. this is why you get the UFOs coming over these the nuclear bunkers and bang right. bang zap zap goodbye. You know, we can war. We can kill each other. We can do damage, but you will not touch mother earth. You will not, you know, you're not going to do that again. I don't think it'll be allowed um, because of, you know, it's not just affecting our planet. It's going to affect totally. everything else out there as well. So I don't think. It's totally. going, I think I think we're being watched. You know. Yeah. We're being watched. Yeah. Definitely watched. Totally. Not, you know, not uh, told what to do, but it's kind of sometimes they can jump in and say, no, 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 you're not doing that. I think we're on a, on a leash on the lead you know we're pulled back and no 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 so definitely i think do you think we've been looked after the budget you know not protected because again it's it's our it's up to us to help us to grow and learn but um, do you think we're being we're still being looked after maybe protected as well i know we're being looked after and protected yes and we're just these little stupid kids (laughs) kids <laughs> on the playground being yeah. little brats you know um and also a mis misinformed and and those such things um but i i really do feel like we're being looked after and even quite unconditionally actually based on you know our behaviors and such um which is humbling in a way um so yes but can they can they like do anything and save us? Absolutely not. So that's where it's this tricky situation. But I have a question for you guys. What if it's religion and materialistic programming? What what do you think would influence a person to shift out of that? Like what what do you think would have to happen to them to change? Uh, well, it's got to be religion. You, you, I think if you no, what what I think is uh, is obviously. It's a debt-based society. So, I mean, if if you had, uh, so everyone became a, a multi-millionaire overnight, potentially you'd have more time to, you know, to look at outside influences. Um, you know, you'd be more free if you like. Uh, but, but obviously, I don't see that happening anytime soon. No, religion itself has made man limited. To make man free again and let him think for himself and let him grow is to get rid of religion. Religion is the one that is stopping you. Because again, I think 85% Bridget, myself, my personal belief, 85% of people who are religious and go to church and do all that stuff, 
I think they're afraid of dying. Right. That's my thing. I right. think they're afraid of dying. It's a fear of the right. unknown. Now, if that was gone and tr the truth came, because the truth is there, the truth's out there, you know, the yeah. of who we are and where, um, where we came from. If people knew that, then there'd be no fear of dying because they'd yeah. know the truth. So they, they, they wouldn't know. But, so, yeah, well, I was just going to say, why don't we know that then? Because we, we why made, would we put ourselves limited, in this position where we're like uh... we're limited? I'm afraid mm -hmm. because limited in thought. I'm afraid it's you know it's the the, the extraterrestrial brothers. That's what they are because they're here to yeah. look after. But the only can intervene for a certain time or come in, and but we have to learn the rest. And I, I I really do think if the kingpin to me is the Vatican. That's the kingpin. That's the one right. that holds it all. It's like the glue. It holds it all together. Mm. Take out the Vatican. So, if over. someone had a... But if someone... Because you said that it's death, which I think is very astute. Um, I agree with you. If someone had a transcendent experience to, they, to the degree that they understood that there's much more and you don't die in the way that you think you're like gone forever and it's this horrible thing. Do you think that that would shift people? Because if they didn't have that fear anymore, if they knew that they were infinite, what oh, do you yeah, think yeah. that that would do? Oh yeah, that would, you know, that would definitely help the situation. The, the other thing on that would be uh, astral project projection. Um, you know, where people, you know, become more aware in the in the dreams and they can do more stuff i think that almost gives you like um a gateway into the universe to some extent because you know people can i mean everybody knows don't you you, you can dream uh and you can dream and if you if you did if you acted out the things that happen lucid dreaming yeah if you if you acted yeah lucid dream yeah. if you acted out the things that happen in your dream it would take you maybe two days yeah you won't want to come if you if you really knew what, what in the astral world you know if you, if well, you no, really knew what I'm what, saying though you is know, that it, you you won't want to come back. What I'm saying though is things in your dream yeah can last for days and days and days and obviously you've only been asleep for six seven hours whatever. So where's that time going because those things still happened in real time in your dream they weren't unlike you know you weren't watching your dream and it was like, everyone was going <laughs> you know what I mean. So those things happened in real time in your dream. So where did them hours because time is not real at all. I'm a budget answer, but well, time, time is an illusion. Time yeah, is man-made; it doesn't exist. Right. But you're, but, you're still only physically been asleep for six uh, yeah. units of time. Six. So, I mean, where's that time going? Like you said, time is an illusion. So it's like we we're the perceiver of yeah linearity, but in yeah. those realms, especially in like the dream realm, right, which would be a higher realm. Uh, there is no time, which is fun. You know, that's a great place to start. I think for people, I think that's a big one waking people up. Yeah, that, that's playtime. Once you sleep, that sounds scary. Your, your body goes well. Your body, <laughs> you know, it's just a machine, but it's it's it's, it's a good one. It's a very very good machine. Fantastic yeah. piece of equipment. But you, yeah. the real you, the pilot, because you you actually controlling this body. You're the pilot. So the pilot goes off for rest in the playroom, which is the astral realm. Mm. Yeah, but then our bodies, play. our bodies are so. Um, you know, engineered for this planet. Well, it, for this frequency. It, I mean, it becomes almost just orbiting the planet becomes a chore on the human body. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? So we, we are limited. I mean, we talked about this earlier again. But when when we get, you know, our consciousness gets uploaded into a computer and we become um, you, you artificial that, yeah. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's another step. But then, yeah. if everyone goes that it's way, who, who looks clock. after the computers? You know. So, right. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's, it's yeah. a weird one. That's what they would like, but it won't happen. No. Nope. What the uh, this is what the controllers would like us to to, to be controlled. Um, no, I don't think that I don't think that'll be allowed to happen. That's, that's my take on it. So you'd have to like it, like ten humans left on the planet operating all these servers and that. They're trying it now. I mean, but you look you look at people now, and they all you got to do is look at the television. Then you'll see mankind. Just okay. see what's on it, Bridget. It's just... You've got these game shows, you've got all these, you've got the soaps, you've got these. Ah, oh, I don't know. And it's Cookery all over programs. 
But they're good. Yeah. See, there's there starts to become this moment where a separation from the realities. It's not. It's not like oh, I'm not looking at that. It just becomes like a literal different frequency. Like I grew up in a very religious uh, Mormons, right? So like the mo- one of the most devout, entrenched religions on earth, and that worlds. Like not that I was a part of it, but like I had owned it, and so so just like those how to figure that out was so up and like since I've left that actual physical area it's not even a concept like I forget that people even have religion like I've I've forgotten and I see that in other people around like it's not even a concept so it's interesting these it's kind of like different locations have different frequencies of different cultural you know imprints and narratives that um they're, they're like different planets. Like you go to these different places and it's a different planet with a completely different culture. So it's interesting that uh, it'll be interesting to see how that then manifests into the future of, of a different world or not. And um, yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance. So you don't, you don't see an alien invasion anytime no. soon dropping bombs everywhere. Then. No, not by, not by really. <laughs> Maybe oh, by yeah, the U S yeah. government, but no, no. Well, that's been tried. Didn't uh, Barack Obama tried one? Was it? What was that one? The fake one? The fake alien invasion oh, that never came off? In, yeah. I don't think. I think uh, no, it, it won't happen. I mean, they can war and do one thing and that, but I don't think they'll uh, be allowed. It's children stuff. I think we're. I think that's it. I think we're in a rut now, and uh, I think this is it till no, doomsday. I think it's. And I'm, I'm looking positive, even though I'm. Yeah, I'm saying that mankind has gone backwards, which the half mankind has gone backwards. But I'm still really positive because I know that, you know, we'll just. Well, you, I mean, you can say that, some... but then you've got medicine and stuff. We're living longer. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. No. It's. I mean, for me, it's just. It's all okay. I mean, it's like we all. As long. What I meant to do, that's all I can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Someone does what they know they need to do. That would actually be enough. Well, let's. Um, so. Well, let, let's let's have you tell us a little bit about what you do now, because I think you know people will be interested in yeah finding out more. I mean, I'm, I've, I've watched many videos as well, Bridget, and they're fantastic. Well, I'm into chakras, and they're they're, they're amazing, and, and so you you know. I tried meditation, but it don't work for me. I do try. <laughs> I do. So, when I get time. Meditation is hard. Very, yes, very challenging. That mind of ours. Um, what do I do? I um, am helping in this process of reminding people who they are, reminding them of the light, and motivating them through the chaos, I guess, in, in summation. But I also am taking introducing people to these higher frequencies. So whether that's like in person and I do um, retreats and take people to these higher frequency places and then put them together and put them in these um, situations with food and with each other that are just really, really high so that they can experience what the world could be like if, if we chose so. Um, So I do that. um, And I love the UK like I come there usually usually every year because I, I like it so much um but not this year but next year um and uh, just yeah working with people on their contact experiences or helping them with whatever healing and um blocks that they need to move through so that they can be the freaking bright star they came here to be and do what they came here to do so that they can have that impact radiate out and help Earth. Very cool. There's everybody. So these groups, you're you know you train in that uh, Bridget. Do they experience? Does everybody experience the frequencies or? The sub- oh yeah. Everybody. Oh yeah, like most. I mean, I would say at least we could ask them. I mean, at least eighty percent of the people that come to the groups. I would say everyone, but yeah. it's just like absolutely 
like life changing. And then it's one of those things that um, wasn't even real, you know, that, that, that kind of feeling, but because they had more permanent shifts, it would be, it is, you know, I've got um, a lot of people, let's see, just in the past, like we just had our Hawaii adventure. I just did an online course and out of just those, I guess, 40 or 50 people that I was working with over the past month, um, five of them have quit their jobs. Like they're, they're nine to five jobs and they're moving in the direction of like what they love to do and like completely changing their lives. Like, and the job one's a huge one. And so, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm like, I've got five job quitters in a month. That's great. You know? <laughs> so, um, and so it is, it is real time stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the way. Yep. Both are. Yeah. <laughs> Quit our job. I wish. But um, no, it is. I mean, like I say, mortgage is a death grip anyway. So it's uh, getting out of that, isn't it? That's the thing. I know. Getting, getting, a, getting ahead, right? Yeah. Getting out of the rut race, isn't it? Well, we try. Mm-hmm. We try. We try. This is yep. why we got the show because we try and get, I'd say, amazing people like yourself, Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, people come on. We trying to, you know, this year goes out all over the place. So just some way to watch it and say, yeah, definitely. Just made some people think and then do the research. You know, we, we, you know, that's what we do. We try and get this truth Mm. information out there, don't we? That meditation though, I I think there's a lot of benefits from it, but I think it's It's very, very difficult. It's hard. Which, which means that there's something really there. Yeah. If people, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If people are willing to spend that much time doing it, there's got to be. What's it? Is it? Is it uh, let me get this right now. Is it contemplation, visual, visualize, visualization, then meditation? Is that right? Is it the, that order? Contemplate, then visualize. On the oh, I meditate. like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, contemplation, visualize. I can't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> contemplation, visualization meditation and you meditate yes. on that what you visualize i think that's what get that right nice. uh, it's, it, again it's obvious it's, i've tried it before and I, just tried to hold that one thought you know that thought is it's hard you know with thoughts racing through your mind and of the days well that, i think that's stuff. when you become that's when you realize that your mind's not your own well, which which means that you've got a wild beast in there that needs a lot of work and um <laughs> i've done uh, meditation has been challenging for me, um, and so I did. I, I like immersive things where I just throw myself into the deep end. And um, I did a vipassana. Have you guys heard of vipassana? No, no. It's it's a ten day meditation retreat. It's on donation, so it's free, and you can go and stay, and they feed you. And you know, it's all around the world. They have them all around the world, and it's you meditate for anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day and you don't talk. And so that was, that was my first meditation. (laughs) And, And I tell you, it was absolutely profound. And like the amount of energy and like clairvoyance and like stuff that turned on was extraordinary. And by the end, my brain had changed like your actual brain, just like the brainwave states and, the way of perceiving and not thinking just really takes over and it was amazing. And then, and then it was like, okay, how do you come back into the real world? So it's like, it's possible to get to those points, but then how do you stay in that, um, you know, silent mind presence on an everyday basis? That's the real work, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So do you think just on that, then, just in closing, do you think if, um, that, that's why children are more obviously children are more perceptible seeing ghosts uh, this kind of thing do you think that's because they're operating their minds are operating at a different frequency when they can't come into the world without all the the outside influence on it for that short definitely. period yeah definitely all the all the conditions energetic yeah. i mean because all of the conditions that we have all the programs do have an energetic component to them and so yeah they haven't had that yet and so they get to freely explore, um, and and they're present, you know, and they and they play and they're open, and those are the things that happens when when that happens. Yeah, I mean, to, you, to get to imagine... school, and then then, then then once you get to the school, then it's the teachers say, "Oh, you know, yeah, 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 and do this, and that's it." But you know, can you imagine like being like thirty, 
33 year old like I am. I mean, can you imagine coming home and just getting Lego out and starting playing with Lego? <laughs> oh, oh, just like, <laughs> just getting colouring book out and start colouring. I mean, actually, there is adult colouring books now, so. Is there? Yeah. But it's just a way. I think that we should do that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yes. Why, yeah, why, yeah. why don't we? Why don't we? Because we're, we're we're like taught we have to go yeah, get the big thing off to, the tally, yeah. and it's like, what? I want to play Legos. Yeah, your friends come round and you're you like, they think you're nuts anyway, so mm-hmm. won't make any difference, I suppose. Uh, I remember when I was little, uh, I must have been about five or six, and I was in the bedroom, and I was. And can you remember that plasticine stuff? Did you know that with that uh-huh. model, plasticine? I used to make I. Um, I only saw faces on the wall and it was really friendly and I, I used to make them a sausage, you know, you want, you want fish cake and chips and I used to make them, you know, with this and they used to laugh at me, you know, and there were just faces on, I didn't see the body, I just saw the, the faces, like on the wall, and I used to interact with them, but as soon as I think I got to school and that, just, you know, oh. I think it was, again, it's just conditioning, isn't it? And, the, med- and the medication. I did have medication, well, I did, yeah, later on I had medication because... <laughs> It got a bit of hand, didn't it? Yeah. I saw negative outlines. Yeah, they they jumped me. But that's another story, anyway. Oh wow! But, uh, but it's yeah, it's great. But I, no, I mean, I still see spirit now, and I talk to spirit a few times. So it's I'm not nutty. Well, no. well. awesome. That's awesome. On that bombshell. But I think um, <laughs> if if you want to tell people where they can find yeah. you uh, before we. Yeah, um, find me on um, my website, BridgetNielsen.com. I'm sure you'll have the spelling somewhere. Um, And YouTube is my primary hangout spot. Um, But, of course, Facebook and Instagram and all those places. And, um, yeah, and then find me around the world. Uh, (laughs) I'll be back in the U.K. next summer. So, um, yeah. Sweet. Whereabouts are you next summer? Whereabouts in the UK are you, Bridget? Well, I, I, two years ago, I totally explored um, Ireland and then parts of England. And then this year I did all of, not all of Scotland, but a lot of Scotland and um, England again. So yeah. I think I think I probably will just go to, to Glastonbury and then the Crop Circles and Stonehenge and yeah, do that. Avery, like just kind of stick in there. I, I might not do any more than that. I want to go to the Bosnian pyramids in Bosnia yeah. and then possibly Iceland. So I might just, oh, yeah. but I need, like, I need my Glastonbury guys. Yeah. Glastonbury is just amazing. I, I, I went there once and just energy's there. It's I want to go to Iceland. Place, you know. it is. I, want to go, I want to go to Iceland and look for the fairies and the elves. Yes. The man that show themselves to you. They will. You don't show, believe. No, I do. I've seen one. Yeah. Of course you have. You've seen one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seen a fairy, yeah. How was that? It was, uh, well, altogether frightening. <laughs> what did it look like and where? Uh, it, well, it started out as human uh, and then turned to some sort of gremlin uh, wow. creature. So, yeah. God, well, be telling me, yeah. yeah. Course, yeah. It, was, well, it, it was more shocking than anything. Um, obviously, it's out of the norm. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So, was... Iceland would be for me. Iceland. I'd love to go to Iceland. I think it's Iceland where you can see that fault line yeah. as well. We was in the we went to uh, cool. Avonbury last year, didn't we? With Maria Wheatley, um, mm. Maria, fantastic old lady. And, yeah. Uh, we, did, we go to the uh, Avonbury, Stonehenge. We went there as well, didn't we? And yeah, uh, that Barrow thing. Oh, Barrow, Barrow, the yeah, the Barrow near um, oh, Silver Hill. Yes. Silver Hill. Yeah, it was that all was all around that area. It's fantastic. Yeah. But you guys have got great, great stuff if you want to go up into Scotland. Yeah. Have you been up oh, there? Yeah. No. Well, I went for a night, but never to be uh, spoken about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. No. Yeah, there's amazing things. There? The stone circles. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's powerful. And even up by, because I was with my friends in, like, up, let's see. In Wales, um, there's that national park that's like ridiculously amazing. Do you know which one that is? Um, they filmed the movies there. Brecon Beacons or something, is it that way? Isn't it Snowdon? Snowdonia. Yeah, Near Snowdonia. I went to um, a broken stone circle like up in the middle of nowhere, and it was a profound experience. And then up by you guys, um, 
there's like the Isle of Erin, and they have really amazing stone circles there. So there's a, there's some fun things to explore where you guys are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to a stone circle in the lakes as well. Did you? Yeah. I nearly died getting there. Cause it was like it was like that all the way. It was like. Oh wow. But, yeah. I think with uh, Stonehenge, they have. I should have had the bear when I got destroyed back. It, haven't they? Really, the they've, they've, they've destroyed the stone. The energy's gone from there. It's just terrible what they've done now. Well, I don't know. I st- I still think you feel. I don't know if it's just because, like you know, when you go to, uh, like we spoke about before, about like going to um, an old prison or, um, right. you know, like a castle with a dungeon, that kind of thing. You You'll get, still get the residual. You get the, the feeling, don't you? But I yeah. think right. I don't know if I don't know if that's more in your mind because you know what it was used for. You know, I don't know if you went in there blindfolded and they said this is the kitchen and you you, you probably not feel that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I've never. I've got to try that. Fully kitchen. Try that, but. Um, I think it's the same with Stone Circles. You go there and you do feel strange. Yeah, there's. It's amazing. Even like the most amazing thing to me has been that they can be broken and like. No, I mean there's just remnants. Like it's not even. I'm like this isn't operational. And then I like step in and I'm like whoa. And I can like totally depending on which one. Some some I don't feel, but like most of them, even if they're broken, still have a really potent energy. And I'm like. Dang, I wonder what they would have been like in their heyday of jeez, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. To say that the energy's underground anyway, the vortex is underground. You know, mm. they, obviously they, they were conductor to bring it up, so the energy right. still the there. The, the still is the, uh, yeah, is the key I think to all that. Like, yeah, it was all Maria was all about that vibration and the, stuff. Yeah, the energy, the wells, of vortexes down there, just bring them up to you know, again, it's magic. Totally, totally That's magic. So below. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> same with the pyramids. They have a thought to seize, is it? Yep. Uh, they're healing. They're, I think the pyramids are healing places as well. You can be, you know, definitely healing places. Um, Absolutely. The, Napoleon tried it, but he ended up running out, didn't he? Yeah. Well, well, he he didn't like the energies of Napoleon. He can't meditate. No. <laughs> no. But I don't like the energies. Well, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Today. Oh, thanks so much, Andy and oh, Lee. Yeah. I really appreciate thanks. it. Thank you so much, Bridget. You've been amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It was great talking to you guys. We've got to, we've got to talk in. again. We've definitely got yeah. to talk again. You know, sounds know great. What's happening? Yeah. All right. Sounds great. And then if you do have it, like. Uh, if you have a retreat, then being Lee, we'll pop. You know, I couldn't last time. <laughs> trying to You'd meditate. be fine. You'd be fine. What about talking? Well, just, well, just whisper. Yeah, well, they can't even whisper, can you? Well, they will, you would do. Cheers, then. Thank you, Bridget. Bye, Cheers. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye now. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. <laughs>